What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know that you all are going to hate me. That's okay because I've been talking about Coach Prime for six months. We coming, we coming, we here. And all of you haters who are out there, I know who you are. I see you out on Facebook. Matter of fact, I should go to Facebook right now. Because y'all haters are out here. I like the fact that y'all are haters. And go ahead. Let's listen to Rich Eisen, the one at the top there, who is a fellow University of Michigan alum while I was there. So he's certainly in the Michigan family. Talk about what he thinks about Coach Brian Roll. Uh, I told everybody here last week that Deion Sanders was going to show up with the Colorado Buffaloes this weekend and show everybody that he means business. Did I think they would beat TCU? Got to be honest with you. I wasn't ready to go that far. I mean, as much as I love Prime and believe in everything that he does, 86 new players, 86 turnover. We knew it was coming because when he showed up and spoke to the one-win Colorado Buffaloes as they were amassed in front of him, Right after his hiring, he said he was bringing Louis with him, meaning Louis Vuitton, that's the luggage that he would be bringing uh, for them to pack their bags because he was coming to bring his people, his kids, his vision to town, and one win ain't it. And sure enough, one game into his tenure in Colorado, he has already matched last year's win total. They went into TCU against the runner-ups from last year. And, of course, they lost some players. But they're not uh, in any way, shape, or form the doormats of college football, as Colorado was last year. 17th ranked, and Colorado went in and won this football game. 45-42. I thought it was going to be one of those whoever has the ball lasts wins. I like it. That this was a an offensive track meet and sure enough Colorado made a defensive stop to wrap the game and what we saw like I told you would see would be Deion Sanders showing you he means business I don't understand how for so many folks out there after he's been at it for this long I tweeted out that this was the latest example of many over the last four decades essentially that he is the man. I don't understand if why people think that he's just doing this just for him, for his ego, for his flash, his style. He means business. He is a coach. He is a leader of men. And what he has done is create a program in his image. Quite literally, two sons. Shadur and Shiloh, his son, the quarterback, threw for 510 yards. That's all he did. Four touchdowns. And he was throwing dimes, dots, ropes. And he missed some throws, apparently, in the first half as Dion, again, in his image, 
running off the field at halftime, spoke to Jenny Taft of the Fox broadcast and mentioned how there were a couple of missed opportunities and had his son connected on them. He said the Heisman would already be chilling at the crib. I tell you what, I just, I'm just on cloud nine for all you haters who came on my Facebook page. All you people need to know that it's five o'clock somewhere. The great Jimmy Buffett has gone on to the beach in the sky. Well, he could be continuing to write those great hymns. When you're looking at the seabirds and the water crashing out the beach, forevermore, Alabama and the Gulf Shores region will be thinking about Jimmy Buffett because it always is five o'clock somewhere. Okay, as I mentioned earlier in the show, if you're taking notes, uh, I had a couple of failed country careers back there somewhere along the line. So I'd really like to thank Alan Jackson for coming along this year. And I was kind of like tandem board riding with him, you know? So he called me up, we kind of put this little song together, recorded it down at Key West, and the rest is history. So, uh, if you're into time zones, you know that it is, uh, it's five o'clock somewhere in the world, so. And uh, Alan's not with us tonight, but we are amply covered by uh, my dear friend and great songwriter in his own right, who, who came to work for me many years ago just to play two acoustic songs on this tour. That's what I promised him. Since then, Mac McAnally's been kind of working his ass off around here. So, uh, please welcome Mr. Mac McAnally, who... Or Alan Jackamaxon, if you want to call him whatever you want to, but it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> the sun is hot, and that old clock is moving slow. So am I. The workday passes like molasses in the wintertime. Yeah, but it's July Getting paid by the hour and noted by the minute The boss just took me over the limit I love to call in something But I think I'll just call it a day
Buffett do. Let me see. I think I'd go to Hawaii and finish the tour. That's oh, something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Oh, something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only The great Jimmy Buffett. What a great life. And what a great memories that all of us have who listen to those Jimmy Buffett songs on air. This is one of those times just having a tribute to him just feels right. And having that song played in its entirety feels right. The Gulf Shores, Florida, Hawaii, California. It was five o'clock somewhere. It's a brilliant, brilliant motif. Well-written, exclusively performed by Jimmy Buffett. And others have copied, but none greater than his. You know, there's something about living a good life. To be happy about what you do, no matter what you get paid. or If you're not happy and know that it's 5 o'clock somewhere, as we call it that 5 o'clock hour, you're just existing. You're not living. And one thing that people who walk around with no shoes on and beach clothes on, you can, you can understand one thing. They're there for the next five o'clock the next day. That's what they live for. Coach Prime. It's five o'clock for Coach Prime because he's still celebrating. I'm celebrating with him. I, I can't even get hyped. But let's listen to Deion Sanders tell it for himself with Skip and Michael Irvin on how Colorado beat TCU because it was five o'clock somewhere. Roll I had the privilege of covering Deion Sanders when he was a Dallas Cowboy. As I always say, he's one man I do not bet against no matter what he's doing in life. Saturday at TCU, Deion took a program that went 1-11 and last year and beat last year's national runner-up 45-42 to in one of the great college football games you will ever see. Dion himself joins his man Michael Irvin and I right now. Welcome, sir. Ty, we so happy Thank you to for have you. Me, man. Thank you. You have no idea. First of all, I love your new team, Skip. You know thank that. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So do I. Just step there, Key, Richard. No. I mean, he's all my guys. You got my dream team up there, man. Dream team. <laughs> Fire away, Michael. Hey, Tom, I love that time because you do, Tom. And I don't want people to understand that the kind of relationship you have, you have with everybody and everybody on this set, of course. But, but Tom, what was it like for you, man, going home? Because that's home. Your boys, with your boys on that football team, they were born in that state to play in that first game. What was that like, man? Mm -hmm. Take me through the emotions of it all. You know, I try to suppress it because you got to understand, I went way back to I played youth football against Zimmy and some of my other guys from the 
from the Fort Worth teams played youth baseball against those teams in Fort Worth and in high school football. And now it's full circle. And a couple of my coaches, uh, you know, coach, coach Mathis, coach Hart, they was right with me all the way along the way. And coach Ray came on a little later, coach Calhoun and just seeing this thing come full circle. And I was like, it's hey, that come on now. This ain't about you, baby. It's about these kids. <laughs> you get out of the way. You don't play no more. But it was so wonderful, Mike. And uh, I didn't really feel it until we really got on the field. Until we really got on the field and I saw everybody in full uniform and the recruits around the, the perimeter and it was time to play ball. Mm. So, Dion, is it possible that was the most satisfying win you've ever been a part of? No, no, no. no? Playmaker got me a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Playmaker got me a Super Bowl ring and Jerry got me another one. So, now those are satisfying wins, but as a coach, you know, as a as yeah. a the guy, the front guy, as a leader, that was truly uh, remarkable. It was hard to put anything up against that because the emotions that I felt when that last second ticked off the clock, and then to see, you know, to share it with three of my sons on the same darn field. My sister is over there as well, so it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal moment, man, that I would never forget. Mm. Coach, that's interesting. Uh, when Skip asked you that question, you made that comparison to Super Bowls and championships. Now, that was a regular season game. Did you do – are you saying to your players, this is great, this is great, but we got championships in us? Right, right. I, I say it all the time. And uh, it's levels. It's levels to this thing. And we just stacking days and stacking levels and trying to be 2% better on every day and every play. We're trying to win the down. We're trying to win the series. We're trying to win a quarter. We're trying to win the half. Then we're going to do it all over again twice. Now that's the game. So it's always a goal that we're after and that we're chasing. Now, the one one of the things that I'm most proud of in the game, I think we only had six penalties. That's it. And, that was phenomenal. I mean, just think about it, a collection of men that just not just come together. We've been together for several months, but the discipline and something we preach and something we teach consistently. But to have six penalties on a stage like that. See, I love my youngsters for that. But those six guys, are gonna, they're going to run tomorrow for those six, though. Believe that. <laughs> but what you worried about that time, bringing up is a good point, because the route in which you took to get to the level in which you are at right now, a lot of people will question, okay, how disciplined is this football team when it gets on the bigger stage? How well is Dion going to be at crucial points, making crucial moments, crucial decisions with time management? How Did you think about all of that going into the game? Or how did that play out? No. Man, I've been doing this stuff for so long. Mike, you know, I've been on the field with these kids when they were four. Why do you think we got Dylan Edwards? Come on, man. Dylan played for me when he was four to six years old with truth. So Prime is still being prophetic about the kids that he's been coaching all his life. He got them on the big stage. And they were just a bunch of Sour Patch kids. Meaning, let's see. Because when you get kids and they come from everywhere, like these kids, they got rid of his roster and he started a new roster and he went back and got his kids. And then he got some transfers, which are Sour Patch kids, meaning they were sour wherever they were and they wanted to transfer to be with him. I call those Sour Patch kids in football, those transfers. I've just been told breaking news. Sour Patch kids can now be found in orange, lime, orange, grape, and white pineapple. I didn't even know they had that many flavors. I didn't either. Because I'm looking at a bag right now. I don't see all those. But the ingredients, I don't want to see what's in the ingredients. Because I, you know, we don't even look at that. But I love Sour Patch Kids. So those of you 
who want to give me some Sour Patch Kids, chrishorn at gmail.com, chrishorn at gmail.com. I am the biggest Sour Patch Kid you know. But do you see what that is? That it's where you can you can mix, you can pick whatever flavor you want. You can have like a whole bag of blue. See, that's where I'm at right now. See, because down here you can actually, instead of getting a mixed bag, you can get the ones you want. Like I'm a blue guy. Like you say, I like that blue in my Sour Patch Kids. And I like those Sour Patch Kids that transferred to play for Deion Sanders. They may be a little bit sour, but they were so sweet against TCU. <laughs> if you are a local sportscaster, you're hating on t- prime time, and you know who you are, I'm laughing at you. <laughs> ah, baby, we here. The Colorado Buffaloes. I have been on Team Prime. And I even wanted Auburn to get prime. I begged y'all on this radio station for Auburn to get prime. Get prime, get prime, get prime. Oh, no, we want to be stodgy. Okay. And his team is now ranked with a bunch of Sour Patch kids who transferred to him and his kids. I love Sour Patch kids. I am Christian Horn. And guess what, y'all? I love y'all. Just bring me some Sour Patch kids. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. It was challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like it was. Hey, it was fine. Because I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.